Hello there, my name is Jeff and welcome to the Game Sharks Podcast, episode 16, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, community. Hey. Oh, I've been watching that a bunch since they put it on Netflix. Yeah, I they, was gonna say, didn't they just put it on Netflix? It's back on yeah. Netflix. Really? Or, yeah, it's on Netflix for the first yeah. time, so it's really relevant again. Everybody's watching it. A lot of people who haven't seen it before are watching it, and it's one of my favorite shows ever. And Good. I'm, it's pretty amazing. I'm pretty excited that uh, more people are finally getting to watch it. It's made by... There's a lot of stuff that comes from community that a lot of people don't know is from community. Yeah. Um, a lot of weird inside jokes that they'll be like, that's what this is from? Yeah. Um, like, huh, gay? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. With a, one of the co-writers of Rick and Morty created this show. So if you're a fan of the zany kind of off-the-wall humor of Rick and Morty, you'll probably like community. I would. And they're probably... also making a new show, too. Yeah, a new like alien, uh, like it's in the style of Rick and, Rick Morty. and Morty. Yeah, that's made by Justin Roiland. Where it's yeah, I was gonna say by, uh, Dan Harmon and video games. Uh, today I am joined by Andrew, hello, Derek, hi, and for the first time ever, my best friend Tcon, uh, also known hello. as Tyler. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Glad I could finally make it. I'm yeah. Appointments uh, today. You're supposed to be here for the Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Uh, it was a long drive for you to actually get to where we record uh, that day, and it didn't really work out. But now that there's a global pandemic and we're doing all the episodes online, it's just a walk down the stairs for you. So. And I totally could have come over today too because I was off this week. But you know, you virus and stuff. And yeah. You know. Well, thank you for joining us and. Uh, Pleasure. Get ready for the wild ride that is the Game Sharks podcast. Uh, so, as always, we got a couple news things. We got an email from Steve and only Steve. Uh, but uh, if you didn't, everyone else is slacking. <laughs> if you didn't kind of pick up on it at the end of last week, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out last Friday, and uh, we've been, we've been playing that, and we're gonna talk about it for a large chunk of the episode. Uh, and then kind of to round it out, we're going to talk about our favorite remakes that we've played and games that we would actually like to see be remade, whether they're long forgotten or just a little outdated. Uh, so yeah, let's get this ball rolling. And as always, we're going to start with our Steve segment. And Steve said to us, hello, everyone. I looked into Stadia this past weekend. You do get two months free, but you do need to provide a credit card number. I was able to cancel my account and still play for those next two months. However, I think the available games leave a lot to be desired. I don't know a lot of games, but I was only able to recognize three games. Red Dead Redemption, Destiny 2, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Again, this might be me, but none of the games seemed interesting. I am planning on looking at the games again with a clear and more open mind. Uh, so again, uh, on that list was a little game called SteamWorld Dig 2. I very highly recommend that you check that out, Steve. It is, uh, quite an amazing game and, uh, you should definitely play it because it's free for you because Google Stadia is free for everyone right now. Please play SteamWorld Dig 2. Is there anything else on that list that popped out to you guys that you think Steve should play? Uh, if he's never played the, uh, tomb raider reboot i would say that's uh 100 worth a play there you go steve there's a couple games in there i know you're not super well versed in video games but let our soothing voices guide you towards some classics and hidden gems um 
The rest of his email is, I enjoyed your review of Symphony of the Night. All of the struggles, all of your struggles with this game are my normal experiences with video games. I particularly related to Andrew's experience of not being able, uh, not being at the right power level for where he was at the game, then putting the controller down for months. Best, Steve. Um, so yeah, I don't know Thanks, if you listened Steve. to last week's episode, Tcon, but we talked about Symphony of the Night, which was our video game book club game. And uh, Andrew had a lot of issues with it. He was struggling with the controls and decided not to finish it. So Steve, uh, Steve feels that on a very personal, deep level. Yeah, that's, I have uh, it that's great. On my, Thanks. I have it on that. my PlayStation because of you, but I haven't played it yet. Oh yeah, because you let me borrow your PlayStation while you were overseas, and uh, I played that, and that was the first time I played it. It's real good. Yeah, yeah. feel free to play it. Uh, it's it's on there, but now I'm consumed by Final Fantasy. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, let's talk about some news things. I got three things. It was actually a pretty light news week, and most of this stuff I really wouldn't have talked about if there wasn't um, nothing to be talking about. So I pulled up a couple kind of interesting things that excite me a little bit. Uh, so let's start with there is a high chance that we're going to get a Resident Evil 4 remake uh, apparently sometime in 2022. Um, it's going to be the next full remake uh, kind of following suit to Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. Um, as far as I know, none of you have played Resident Evil 4. Is that correct? So, yeah, it's in, our, uh, it's in our pool, right? It sure is. The only Resident Evil I have ever played was Raccoon City. Operation Raccoon City? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we were all super excited, and it was pretty garbage. Ah, we had fun with the multiplayer while it lasted. Well, well, there may have been another one that I played multiplayer at like your or Corey's house, but I don't remember we, which one We played was. a lot of uh, Resident Evil 5 growing up, the one with Chris Redfield and... Oh, uh, uh, what's her name? Oh... Uh, uh i can't remember the character's Jill. name no she goes i need a herb oh, uh that's drive yeah i'm pretty crazy. sure it was five it, it begins uh, with an s quick what's her name uh, samantha no sarah no it's a weird name uh cynthia with an s sheva 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 s-h-e-v-a sheva sheva I Shiva? think they pronounce it Sheva. Oh. I don't remember. Lady um, Shiva is a Batman character. Shiva's a seven in Final Fantasy VII. Anyways, um, what were we talking oh, about? She has just got that. Final Fantasy IV anyway. uh, or no, Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, so yeah, I've played Resident Evil Four. I played it a couple years ago for the third time. I like that game still holds up really well. So I can't. I don't know what their plan is here. I don't think they can just put. I mean, they could just put a new coat of paint on it and, uh, like, call it a day. But I think they would kind of go more of, like, um, add new things, change up some characters, like, rewrite the story a little on this one. Because, I don't know. I mean, it will sell because Resident Evil 4 is such a popular game and it's widely considered one of the best games ever. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? That's uh, maybe that's why they're waiting until 22, give a couple of years to make some big changes. Maybe obviously at that point it'd be out on next gen consoles. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think, Derek? Uh, that's that's an interesting one because from what I from like what I know about the game and what I have played of it of what I you know what I played of it when I played it, 
uh, it seemed like it was like the best video game at its time coming out. Um, and even now, like after, you know, they ported it a bunch of times to modern consoles, like it still holds up really well. Like you're saying, like, I don't, there's, there's no, I, I don't know if there's any like glaring flaws in it besides the fact that like, may, you know, maybe the, the control, like the, the control scheme has, is a little dated, but I don't know, but it, cause it, they do it, re- it does it really well. So, uh, I don't like. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this one. I don't know if it's a game I would want remade. I mean, don't get me wrong; I will one hundred percent play it and probably love it. Like I said, I love Final uh, Resident Evil Four. I can't stop talking about Final Fantasy. I love Resident Evil Four, um, and seeing it like look significantly better, especially in the engine that uh, Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three remakes are in. And then if they updated the controls a little bit, I don't know. I, it's one of those things where we don't need it, but. I'm going to play it. And yeah. I think that's probably why they're doing it. Cause you know, they're going to make a lot of money off of it. it it's, it's weird. To, I don't know. Cause I'm thinking about like, so I've, I've only played, I played the resident evil one, the like the HD remaster they put out mm-hmm. or whatever. And for some reason to me, that seems like, why would you not remake the first one? Like Maybe. why wouldn't you, they, why did they decide to give two the treatment? and not one like two two is incredible uh, the two remake i think is incredible because it like you know people loved it and then the three i what i from what i've heard the three one is like eh, yeah it's okay they kind of took some stuff out you know it's it's good but like it's more it's not as good as the two remake yeah so uh, it seems like they're making some strange decisions oh. on on this stuff and i don't know that makes me kind of worried for four so the next game in uh in that came out after three was actually Code Veronica, so they're entirely skipping that game uh, and going right uh, to okay. four. So yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I think, I think the reason they're doing it is just because they know they're going to make a lot of money off of it. It's the biggest and probably most well liked of all the Resident Evils. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. And it's not going to be for another two years, so who knows? Maybe they're like we're hearing this, but if they were only a year between Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three remake, so maybe we will get Code Veronica in the next year or two before this. Mm-hmm. Um, but say so I, I know that they did start three around the same time they started two, so maybe they were waiting to see the reception to two and three before deciding what direction they want to take on four. Uh, if they if that's what you know the outcome is, I, then I'm a little more uh, excited, but. I'm going to remain skeptical until I see something. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play it probably no matter what, unless it looks like absolute doo-doo, but I don't think that's possible. Uh, So Andrew messaged me on the side and reminded me that we skipped something that I often forget to do when we have a (laughs) guest on. Damn right, idiot. Oh, I know what you skipped. I'm an idiot. Tcon, we have to ask you your new guest to the podcast questions. So answer me these questions three. Ooh, my name is Tyler Conway. <laughs> what is the airspeed velocity on lane swallow? Um, no. So the first question... African or European? <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> your first question is: What is your first video game memory? All right. So I, th- I think it's either uh, playing the Mario Brothers Duck Hunt combo on the NES. Uh, when I was a wee lad, uh, I would get very into Duck Hunt, where I'd be like right up against the screen shooting at the at the ducks, and I hated that dog. <laughs> or uh, 
one of my all-time favorite games, uh, playing Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? I'm sorry that I that's know, one of your you, all-time you, favorite you, games. Let people like things, Jeff. Yeah. I can let yeah. them. I'm. That's fine that they like it. I'm just sorry that they like it. I'm not like well, mad at them. You keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. I have a podcast. Thank that's not how this works. Um, Touche. Question number two. What is your favorite video game of all time? Easily Halo 3. Mm, yep. I because, can vibe with that. Yes. Because of all. That's probably the game that I have the most hours invested in, the most fun I've had playing a game, and like we still play it today. Yeah, we had that big land party last month. Uh, and then almost exactly once it comes, ago. and once it comes out for the Master Chief Collection on the PC, oh, oh boy, so much Halo Three to be played. Cool, cannot wait. And then uh, the last question we ask everyone is, who is your Super Smash Brothers main? So when I seldomly play uh, Zero Suit Samus. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know that you played ZSS. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, I love Zero Suit. Fun. Yeah, I recently started playing her a little bit. Uh, it was going pretty well, but I haven't played Smash in a while because, you know, pandemics. And also, I've been having a lot of insane wrist pains, and I probably shouldn't play as much. Mm. You know, let that kind of subside. Anyways, let's get back to the news. <laughs> uh, so the second thing that I have here is... Uh, the Switch had update 10.0.0 uh, as a firmware update, and there wasn't oh, a whole. I wonder if mine did that. There wasn't a whole lot of things. Uh, some significant thing. The most significant thing being you can probably you can remap the buttons now. You can make any button do. Think it's any other button from the console main home uh, settings, which is kind of cool. It's more of an accessibility thing. I know some Smash players. You can are- uh, disable the share button. With that, <gasps> right? Ooh, that's actually useful. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Stop taking all these random screenshots of nothing. Um, but I don't think I've ever done that. The biggest thing is there is a guy who his name is Mike Heskin. Uh, he likes to reverse engineer uh, firmware updates for stuff. And then so he was looking into the Switch firmware update. And there seems to be hints of a secondary display of sorts being added uh, to switches of some kind. No one really knows exactly what it means. Um, But it's fun to speculate on. So I had a couple thoughts. Some people are being like, oh, Switch 2 is going to be coming. And it's going to be this crazy clamshell foldable thing. I think that's very crazy to think and definitely not gonna happen i think it's more so probably they're finding a way to make wii u and 3ds ports or ds ports work on the switch that i did not as you were saying that piece of news i did not even think of that all i could think about was giant ds and that is totally (laughs) probably what it is yeah like i can't imagine them making a yeah a switch which is just a giant just like ds that just folds in half that would two switches yeah that would be insane overkill unnecessary yeah there's no way that that's what it is so yeah i'm pretty confident that like it'll be something along the lines of maybe because there's that uh what's called the flip grip where you can put the the switch vertical and the joy cons are on the side of it so you can play classic arcade um like space shooters in the correct orientation so if you were to flip the switch that way and have a the flip grip 
you'd be able to play like see top screen bottom screen for ds games or oh okay i see what you're saying or something some people are speculating that there's going to be some new i don't know if it's an accessory or somehow some crazy feature where you can beam images from uh your switch to the tv so then you're kind of emulating a wii u where you'll have the main thing on the tv and then the switch is basically the wii u gamepad um that's my assumption there's no way it's just a big a switch 2 that's actually also a like a two screen clamshell foldable thing that's yeah that that's ridiculous why did i even think of that (laughs) come on derek you're better than that Um, so yeah that's my my take on this um if it's even anything like like i said this is one reference buried very deep in some code on a firmware update so who knows Mm -hmm. if it's even gonna amount to anything but i thought it was kind of interesting that that had popped up um last thing of news that we're going to talk about is sony announced that the ps5 stock is going to be pretty limited in the first year um oh sorry this wasn't sony that said it it was a bloomberg report um basically it amounts to the fact that um i'm pretty sure coronavirus is making it difficult for manufacturing of everything and obviously uh that's going to affect sony and getting ps5s built um stupidly this made me want it even more on launch day yeah (laughs) no see that's that's... talked about it last week but that controller what do you do you not like it no, I do. I do like it. Okay. Uh, I so <laughs> since when when um, Halo Six or Infinite was said to, that it was going to be on PC, uh, I vowed to never buy an Xbox again because now they are useless to me since I have a PC. Yeah, but same. PlayStation uh, exclusives are amazing, so I want that PS Five. Yeah. Um. So along with this uh, report, there's um. Not necessarily leaks. Uh, it's their their educated guess or their calculated uh, guess that it's going to range from five hundred to five hundred fifty dollars, which is hefty. It's a pretty hefty price tag. Well, the PS3 was six hundred at launch. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's not going to be cheap out the gate. That's that's really interesting because a lot of people are are, are speculating that uh, Microsoft hasn't announced their price point yet because they think their price point is going to be heavily influenced by the PS4 price point. So if we are looking at a five hundred dollar PS uh, not PS4 PS5 price point, if we are looking at a five hundred dollar PS5, we could be looking at a five fifty or six hundred dollar Xbox. Yeah. I mean, do you think Xbox is waiting to match them, or do you think they're waiting to beat them? So if we got a $500 PlayStation, do you think we'll get a $400 Xbox? Uh, That's, Uh, I think, with the specs being so different. Yeah, I think it's like, people are already, yeah, people are looking at the Xbox and saying, that's going to be more expensive to make than the PlayStation. Yeah. I wonder. I'm also wondering if how if the price point for the PS5 may have to do with the fact that they won't be able to produce as many, so they can't take as big of a loss on the console. So that's that's making me think: Are we going to see a price drop in a short, you know, a six-month year period? Whereas usually it's maybe two years before a price drop comes. Yeah, just because they'll be able to make more and therefore justify lowering it. Yeah. 
Uh, that's definitely possible. With the Xbox, their whole thing with this generation is going to be Game Pass. They're pushing Game Pass really hard. So, and Microsoft themselves are making are going to be making more money off Game Pass than they would just selling the games whole. So, do you think they're more likely or more willing to take a loss on the system or a little bit bigger loss than they usually would to because they know they're going to make it up with Game Pass sales? I I don't think so because I th- think they already have planned a mid-tier cost cons. Uh, uh, yeah. I think I think they might what we'll probably see maybe is the Xbox One X price dropped to kind of maybe that 299 350 category. Yeah, so the one Xbox One X will be that kind of like 350 price point uh the series x will be high 500 550 and then either next the year after or yes either 2021 maybe early 2022 we'll see that mid-range series uh, xbox one x will drop out and that will be that mid-range price point um i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing that like we're seeing with phones right now uh you have your your thousand dollar iphones and now everyone's starting to have this mid-range you know, $400 phone that has great new technology, but maybe just doesn't have all those extra accessories. And I think that's what they're going to try. And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. I had forgotten that the Xbox series X is, they said at the gate is going to be the high end model and that there will be other, like there was the right. There's a reason they're using the term series X. It's because there's going to be a series S, a series P whatever. I don't know. Um, Right. There will be other versions. I forgot about that. So yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. The Series X probably will match what the PS5 is going to be for sure. Um, so yeah, it's going to be difficult to get uh, PS5 at launch probably. <laughs> so if you're really invested and want to spend the 500 right. bucks and and all for me, it's going to depend on how easy is it to pre-order. If I can just roll, because when I pre-ordered my Switch, I was in a panic i knew they were happening that night and then i happened to roll over in bed at four in the morning and refresh amazon and they were up for pre-order uh, <laughs> so like i got one really excited and two really lucky on that so but like i don't Dude, know if i'm gonna be my uh i woke up at like 8 a.m the next day and went to walmart and bought one and then i refreshed the page they were sold out Jeez. uh so yeah it's like i don't want to fight that hard for a playstation 5 like obviously with with the switch and zelda i was all about wanting to get it but there would have to be like they would have to say okay the last of us 2 is no longer coming to ps4 that's going to be coming to ps5 instead which like i don't think they're going to do no there's no way or like god of war 2 is a ps5 launch game well then it's like fuck me i gotta buy a ps5 Ooh, you know yeah, still gonna finish that. yeah it definitely depends on the games for me yeah on like what's available I feel like if if we've learned anything from console launches in the past, the games that come out as exclusives for um, new consoles are average at best. Yeah, I mean, we had Breath of the Wild on the Switch, but that was also Wii U. Yeah. So that's kind of like one of the right, right. That's it's a cross-generation half, game. Yeah, it's one of those half Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, right. That's like honestly, probably going back the best one ever if you exclude breath of the wild because it was a dual launch game um yeah it's what'd you get you got uh, uh we sports we well, <laughs> that's a special that was a we're package. reaching into strange 
I, I I might wait and see if they have like special edition PS5s like for games and stuff, and then maybe that's when I'll get it. Yeah, I, again, it's gonna depend, uh, like what it is, and like because the only reason I got a PlayStation Four back then was because it was the Arkham Knight special edition. Oh uh, yeah, you got the Batman one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Let's talk about what games we've been playing lately. Does Actually, it... Jeff. Uh-oh. Do you have a news thing? <laughs> there is a news thing. All right. What do you got? Lay it on me. Uh, so I saw earlier today that uh, Riot Games acquired Hypixel Studios. I did not see that. Who are they and what does that mean? So basically that one was cool to me because Hypixel is uh, – they, they run the Hypixel server for Minecraft, which is like this – it's basically the biggest Minecraft server ever, but I've been playing on it like for years. And when I was in high school, that's what I used to come home and do with my friends is we used to go on that server and play games. And so I've watched them go from like kind of this grassroots thing to being the biggest, uh, you know, Minecraft server. And now I guess they're, they have their own development studio and they've been working on a game called Hightail, which is like a, it basically looks exactly like Minecraft, uh, but it's a, um, it's like an action adventure, uh, procedurally generated sandbox game, um, where you like, you know, you can build shit and do dungeons. It's basically like their own version of Minecraft, I guess. Uh, but I guess Riot acquired them. So, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at a the still image of the announcement trailer here. Yeah, it just looks like souped up Minecraft, and the dude's got a sword, and there's an ice dragon. Yeah, looks like there's a wizard and another guy that's a bow. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah high pixel are really good at uh making like mini games and stuff the all of the ones that they have in minecraft are done like completely like i don't know how really the coding works but uh it was you don't need mods to do it right so yeah i'll have to check out this trailer later and kind of give it a glimpse that's cool yeah it is cool i also like seeing riot you know expand themselves and yeah uh take on new things exactly putting the s in games Mm-hmm. Um, anyone so, else have any news that I missed that they want to bring up? Yeah, Derek has Batman on his finger. Yeah, what's up with this picture, Derek? Derek? <laughs> Why? Is, did you just take that? So I've I've been sitting here. So right in front of my in my computer, uh, I ran out of room for all my Legos mm-hmm. in my in my apartment. Uh, so I have a the uh, UCS version of the 1989 Batmobile right in front of my monitor. And um, one of uh, one of the pieces that came with it is uh, obviously Batman. And I've been like sitting here for like 20 minutes while we're doing the podcast with it on my finger, just like looking at it and making it look like it was talking. <laughs> so you've been you've been doing this just so, by yourself. You've been entertaining yourself with a Batman Lego cowl. And yes. <laughs> so when Tikhan said that, I had to, I had to throw a picture of me. Um, all right. We'll we'll put this yeah. picture on uh, Instagram so you guys can look at. It's quite comedic. Uh, it's just. The top of the Lego Batman on Derek's finger. And it's really good. Um, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about what we've been playing. Has anyone been playing anything of note that isn't Final Fantasy VII? I have not been playing anything that isn't Final Fantasy VII. Okay, Derek, have you uh, played anything that's not Final Fantasy VII? Yes. What do you got? I have. So I, I picked Doom Eternal back up after my, my one-week hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been plugging away back at that. Uh, 
I realized as I picked it back up that I had forgotten everything that I had like learned <laughs> by playing it originally. And so like I was like dying it over and over and over again. And now I'm finally like back in the groove. Uh, so I'm like, all right, not going to take a break from this game again or else I'm never going to finish it. Uh, and I was excited that today I got to, uh, not yesterday, uh, yesterday I got to a point where uh, my one of my favorite characters from the original Doom 2016 uh, was reintroduced. And I was happy that he is still alive. Um, I don't know if I want to spoil it for any of our listeners, but spoilers. I mean, uh, like, it's Dr. Samuel Hayden. Are... Real engrossed in the story of Doom. Yeah, I haven't really heard anyone say, oh, "I sure love that Doom story." Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm still playing it, but like I don't remember much of the story. I just kill anything that moves. I just think uh, Hayden Samuel Hayden has like the coolest villain voice in the history of villain voices. Um, so like it's like this just nefarious technology. Like you know, he's got like a robot voice, but it's like so nefarious and evil. Mm. But he's like, yeah, you know, it's like instead of Wheatley being a, you know, goofy British clown, it's uh, if it was dark and foreboding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of like uh, Gladys. Uh, no, like no, more sinister. Okay, more like um. I I I I think a lot of of Bane from yeah. From dark I was just Knight gonna Rises. say yeah. like Bane, but deeper. Okay, like he he has this righteous plan and and not the high pitch but he he's definitely got the deeper uh voice it, it's what i wish bane sound like <laughs> okay i'll have to look into that and then bane yeah. sounds good in all the cartoon stuff but he, yeah he yeah he does and he's also uh mexican so he has like a really cool accent with his deep voice <laughs> is that what tom hardy was trying to do uh, it was Maybe. very terrible if that's what he was going with. But like, in the comics, he's actually uh, Mexican, and he's one of the smarter villains out there, too. He's actually super smart. Yeah, if you guys didn't realize, Tikan's a real big Batman fan. Not at all, yeah. He yeah. really loves that Batman. Ba- Batman has been my... Well, I've been reading Batman comics uh, as my non-video game activity. So I can, I can... I'm excited. I'm that into the Batman, maybe. Okay. All right, Andrew, you seem impartial here. Who would win in a fight, Batman or Spider-Man? Spider-Man, easy. Okay, thank you. Tikan and I have been having this argument since we met in 11th grade. and So, not to turn this into a Batman podcast, <laughs> but it's clearly Batman. Derek, you're so hey. Spider-Man stopped a train with his hands and his webs. Uh, so I just I just finished reading uh, the Dark Knight uh, Returns, uh, which is lauded as one of the like greatest Batman comics of all time. Um, and the end of it is uh, Batman fighting Superman. And does he have kryptonite? Because there's no such thing as Spider-Man kryptonite. No, but he he just yeah, outs bullet. He just yeah, outsmarts right? Bat, uh, <laughs> Superman. Yeah, you know that Spider-Man is way smarter than Superman, right? Spider- All right, we need to stop this because it will just it will do the rest of the episode. Uh, any listeners out there, please, for the love of God, email us at GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. Put in your input in the Spider-Man versus Batman debate. It's been going on for well over oh, a decade. You know Steve is going to have gonna some say, thoughts. Steve will say something. I want, I want Dan... 
to email us. I want Matt to email us. I want all of our regular <laughs> listeners get in on this. This is very important. All right. You're just asking Spider-Man fans. I don't know what Dan's uh, superhero preference is. All right. Well, I know what Matt's is. Well, anyway. Anyways. Uh, games okay. that I've been playing. What have you been playing? Uh, so yesterday and the day before, uh, me and my cousins, we won uh, Battle Royale in Warzone. Yay. So I was, I was pretty pumped. I had, 13, <laughs> had 13 kills yesterday. Carried the team. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. No. Nope. I started. I know. Uh, I started playing No Man's Sky again. Ah. Yeah, you've been, I, um, you've been telling me to look into that, but like I, I just haven't. Yeah. Cause, well, they've had uh, like a hundred massive updates. The game is complete completely different than what it started at there's so much to do there's like a bunch of multiplayer support i've actually like played with other people um there's a bunch of like subreddits and stuff and people post uh coordinates and whatnot so where you can go find ships uh but you can visit people's bases there's this one dude that had this mineral farm that i made over a billion dollars because i just he had it open to everybody, so he just went and took stuff and sold it. So I made, I got real rich real quick. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I've been playing that a lot. Um, mostly so, those three games. Okay. I I have been thinking about getting back into No Man's Sky for a while. I I bought it at launch. I played it. I played it a decent amount at launch. I probably lasted a little longer than most, but I eventually just was like, yeah, this was enjoyable, but I, I gave up on it. But after all these updates, I've been thinking, oh man, maybe I should give it another try. And then uh, I started playing The Outer Wilds and that just immediately scratched the itch that I thought No Man's Sky was fill, going to Wait, fill. Hang on, but... pause. Outer Wilds or Outer Worlds? Outer Wilds. Okay, the the video game club game. Yes, the video game club. Yes. Games. Okay. I have cool. no idea what Shut that up. game is. Okay. So I well, I'm not going to talk about it because it's our video game club game. Uh, but I'll, just, I'll look it up. Tegan, it's incredible. Uh, Don't look it up. Just play it. Yeah. So Adam can't join us for that one because his PC hasn't been built yet and he has no way of playing it. If you want to be on the next video game book club episode where we're going to talk about this game, feel free. Let me know. You can play it. And what you, is it on? Uh, it's on, it on uh, PS4. Wait, you can't get oh, it on okay. PC. Yeah, PS4. Oh, okay. So I will um, close. I will close Steam then. Yes. Um, it do, it doesn't come to Steam until like June, I think. Yeah. Is it not on Xbox? It's on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, I think it's on Game Pass. Wait, it's on Epic Game Store? Yeah. Oh, then you can just you can still That's play it different. on your PC. I didn't know that. Oh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, continue talking. I'm gonna okay. look. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna play that with us and come on and talk about it, we would love to have right. you. But the yeah, the stipulation is don't look anything up because that ruins it. Yeah. No. Okay. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. Derek, were you finished up? Was all your other thing is playing? Is so doing? the the one last thing. Uh. The the original or the I say the PS2 era Grand Theft Auto trilogy was on sale on PlayStation Store <laughs> earlier this week. Okay. So I bought those and I've been playing Vice City. And wow, that game oh, has not so aged good. well. <laughs> In what way? <laughs> I can imagine. Uh. You can't. So it's pretty clear that um. Like Vice City is a step up from three. I've never played three, but I heard it's aged terribly. So it's like visually and mechanically a step up. But like my most recent, the one the one I replayed the most is San Andreas, and that one is just a huge step up with from Vice City and has aged way better. But you you can't like rotate the camera 
uh, in Vice City. It just all it does is put you in third per or first person view. So if like people are shooting at you and they're behind you, you have to like turn around and walk towards them and hope eventually the camera turns around <laughs> to see them. <laughs> so I, I'm like dying a lot because people are shooting me from directions I can't see, and I'm like I don't I don't know how you expect me to play this, <laughs> but I'm I'm chugging through it. All right, all right. We live in some nostalgia. Fun. Um, cool. So, I'm I'm gonna assume that none of you tried one step from Eden. Not Correct. yet. I did put uh, it in right. my wish list. I think though, okay. or my it's in my cart or something like that. Maybe. Let, let me know when you play it. <laughs> Get around to it. Yeah, welcome to my life, dude. <laughs> Is that that's the that's the card one, right? Yeah, that's the Mega Man Battle Network. Uh, play the Spire combination game it's real good um ooh, derek the other day you i and dante friend of the show and a couple of our other friends got together online and we played the board game scythe through steam yes that was pretty fun yeah we that was we uh so we used it comes with or has the ability to use steam uh remote play stuff it's called um but what i didn't know is that you can only have like technically two or i think you're supposed to have up to four but there might be a bug right now people who play at the same time uh or can play through the remote play so i invited you know four to f you know, f four of my friends to play this game and then realized in order to to play we had to continuously kick person people out and make them rejoin to play the game but after uh we, we got it got going after about an hour <laughs> Yeah, it was, do a rhythm. <laughs> it was a little hectic. Uh, I had, I was having Discord issues, so Derek was sharing his yeah. screen through Discord, and then we had, um, Tikan, what are you doing? Sorry. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to? Uh, I I got new boots and. Now's the time to try on your new <laughs> boots. <laughs> Well, the dog was playing with the box, so I was grabbing the box away oh from him. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, <laughs> call you boot man. What was I talking about? Instead of instead of uh, that, your Discord problems. Oh yeah. So I was having some issues with Discord. So basically, what was happening was Derek was sharing his screen through Discord. So I had my phone in front of me with his feed of the game, and then on. Uh, my computer, I had to make a second Discord account so that my voice could be going through that one. And then, yeah, I would have to wait for him to send me an invite. I would go in and do my moves. It was pretty chaotic. But by the end of it, we, we kind of got, yeah, like you said, a flow. Yeah. It started to go pretty it, well. It was a cool experiment. Uh, I will, for, I would never try this unless we were in the situation that we are currently in. Yeah, so. just get together and actually play the game. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, I'd say we maybe got a third of the way through. Someone has to get six stars in order to for the game to end, and I have two. Right. Yeah, you got two. So solely because Dante tried to fight me a second time, I don't know why. Yeah, that was that, like, was, that was handed to you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was really fun. But other than that, it's just the usual, um, like game of league here and there. Uh, one step from Eden. Uh, stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, I played league with you guys. What last week or the week before? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, first time back yeah. in several years. Uh, Willing several to get back years. into it. Yeah, first game I, I had nine kills. Yeah, dude, you're killing it, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, Jeff had a absolute, you know, failure of an ultimate. Oh yeah, that's on Reddit. That got really popular. That is on Reddit. I was not super. It's like more so than I thought it was going to. A lot of people. I think I got close to front page. Yeah. People are really even. I got some flame. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Um. All right. So we're gonna move into our Final Fantasy VII remake talk. It's gonna be a good chunk of time. So let's take a break and prepare ourselves for that. And then when we get back, we're finally gonna talk about the game I've been waiting for for two decades. Okay, guys, we are back and we are ready. We're ready. Wants, who wants to kick it off? Final Fantasy VII Remake. So we have myself, who my favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy VII. We have Derek, who recently played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Not all of it. Uh, he really enjoyed it. We have Andrew, who played Final Fantasy VII all the way through last year, and you were pretty okay on it. You thought it was decent? Yeah, middle of the road. And Tikon, who has not only never played Final Fantasy VII, I think he's played 10 minutes of Final Fantasy XV, and that is all of his Final Fantasy experience, correct? <laughs> I, I see it was a solid 60 minutes. Okay. Uh, 60 you only played an hour minutes, of that game? Yeah. And he said yeah. he didn't like it. Yeah. You can't... In that, that's not enough. So, Isn't the first cutscene like 15 minutes long anyway? <laughs> <Yeah. All right. laughs> so so we kind of run the gambit here of like... At least five of that is pushing a car. Final Fantasy... <laughs> seven experience so where do we want to start who wants to talk first about their thoughts on this game anyone feeling like going first uh i i would say we should let tikon do go first since he all right i absolutely love this game so okay um uh, let's let's start by saying we're not going to talk about any spoiler related things this is just going to be because i've already had a huge one (laughs) (laughs) well that is a greater final fantasy 7 spoiler that happened for you uh i'm talking about specifically things that happen in this game and like changes and stuff i would like to in once we've all beaten it reconvene and talk story spoilers and like really go into that stuff yeah i would love to do that for us um so here we're just going to talk about the game as a whole not really go into too deep about any particular moments uh, or anything like that. Um, so just so you guys who haven't played it can still listen to it and not have anything ruined for you. Um, all right. Sorry. Go ahead, Tikon. Yeah. So uh, this is my first like real experience with Final Fantasy. And if they're all like this, then wow, I have missed quite a <laughs> lot because I am loving this game. Uh, story's great. The music's great. It looks absolutely beautiful. I'm kind of slow still with the whole like using spells and items and stuff because half the time I'm like I am like oh yeah I'm gonna do this and I'm like no maybe I'll do this and I'm like scrolling through I'm like ah oh, let me look at this person and I scroll through. Um, I also am not a very defensive player, so there's been a couple battles where people just dying left and right, and I keep having to revive them because I just. I just fall on attack, and then when I'm upgrading, I hardly ever pick defensive stuff, too, because I just go straight attack, so I may have to tweak that. <laughs> and so that's one of the cool things, is you can play so differently from person to person. Everyone can kind of have a different experience with how they do it. The characters are so customizable this time around, which is awesome. 
Um, yeah, and there's like so many materia and stuff, and most of mine is also attack stuff too. Yeah. Um, Andrew, give me your kind of overall thoughts. So here's what I'm thinking we're going to do is like everyone can give their overall thoughts on it, and then I want to go through like we'll talk about story, not super in depth, obviously, and then we'll talk about gameplay and mechanics, and then we'll we can talk about uh, visuals. So like we'll go like piece by piece and kind of like give our our thoughts on those particular things. Um, sure. So yeah, what's your overall thought on it so far? And how far um, are you in? I chapter am on chapter fifteen. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I am. I have like twenty four hours or something. Twenty five maybe. Wow. You're got, on chapter. I think 15? I got. Yeah. How many chapters are there? Eighteen. Oh. All right. I'm on chapter nine, and I think I got just under fifteen hours. Okay. Yeah. I think chapter chapter nine is when you're what in Wall Market. Yeah, I'm about to go into uh, Don. Uh, yeah, that chapter's Corneo's kind of long. Uh, yeah, that's probably. Don, but I I also explore a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I just I'm like halfway through chapter twelve, <laughs> and I'm at twenty four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm almost the same amount of time as you, Andrew, and I'm what's that? Like two and a half chapters behind you, um, something like that. Yeah, Damn. I'm I'm definitely going every single nook and cranny kind of guy. <laughs> I was like, I was doing that for a while, but the more I did it, the less rewarding it felt. So I stopped. I I can't I, help it. I almost restarted a checkpoint because I thought I missed something. <laughs> um. All right, Andrew, give us that your overall thoughts on it. Yeah, so I'm uh I'm enjoying it uh for the most part. It's not it's I definitely don't like it as much as 15. And I think that's just kind of how like in terms of the combat, 15 is well there it goes. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um in terms of the combat, 15s is a lot more uh like you fight in a lot wide wide open spaces um and the overall pace of it is I think faster, you know, sevens, uh, so far as feels more slow and calculated, um, which is fine, but I think I like 15s more. Um, 15 was your first final fantasy, right? Yes. Well, yes. I don't remember if I played that or four first, but I around the same time. So there's a, a theory that goes around and it, it always proves to be pretty accurate is that your first final fantasy is your favorite one. And yeah, that that's true for me. Seven was my first; it's my favorite one. Fifteen is your first; it's your favorite one. Um, uh, we should ask Nick what his favorite is. I'd be curious. It's wrong for I me. Think, I think I it's four. Like yeah, well, you didn't really play it, so <laughs> I think Nick's favorite is four. That could easily could have been his favorite too, or his first too, because he played on the Super Nintendo with his brother. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, I just always think that's really interesting that it's yeah, almost no. without fail the case. But yeah, no, like Tikon said, the uh the music and visuals are, are amazing. Um there's a lot of like little moments that I really like. Um but there's like I don't know, there's just something that's I think holding it back from me like really loving it. Uh which I'm sure we'll get into okay. later. But um I don't know. I'm I'm not like I'm not super in love with it, but I am enjoying it a lot still. All right. So Derek, you know. what, do you, what are your thoughts? So I am 
the shortest into this game out of all of us. I I think I'm around five hours, and I am on chapter four. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go but ahead. but from what I'm pl- I've I've played I haven't so this is the the thing I I kind of realized I haven't hit that I think that there's probably a point where I'm gonna get hooked, and I just I haven't hit that yet. Where I'm like, okay, I need to play this game as much as I possibly can. Uh, I haven't hit that yet, but I, like for everything I've played so far, I've like enjoyed every minute of it. Um, just it's, and I, I talked about this when we talked about the demo. Just seeing this world in like full 3D environments is just incredible. It's it's like what it, it makes me think of like when you. You, you read a book and you have like this image of it in your head and then you like they make a movie about it and that's it comes to life and you're like yes that's what i saw like that's what i was feeling when i read that in the book and they put it in front of me in a screen and now i can look at it and <laughs> so that's 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 been my feeling like i i've stopped so many times to just look around and like take in the the views mm-hmm. uh, i I love that the backgrounds are still kind of like a like a painting. Uh, I don't know if you've if ever really like looked at like the far far backgrounds, but like the rest of uh, Midgar is kind of looks the like an art style similar to um, the you know the art style of the final the original Final Fantasy yeah, VII pre rendered backgrounds. Yeah, I I really like. I know some people might think like, "Whoa, why are they using pre-rendered backgrounds like now?" But I think it it's such a great like homage to the original game, and it makes the game feel so. I don't know. I I really like it. Uh, the combat, I I like it a lot. So I'm like the opposite of Andrew here. I don't. I find it way more enjoyable than Final Fantasy XV's combat. Um, Final Fantasy XV is probably the first game I played through. F- uh, fully, first Final Fantasy I ever played through fully. Yeah. Um but I am already enjoying this one way more than I ever enjoyed fifteen. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and I feel, yeah, I feel like that's going to be the case for the rest of the game. Yeah, um, I kind of felt that way. So in comparison, comparing Seven's combat to fifteen, I felt fifteen was more button mashy, and then towards the end, all I was doing was teleporting around with my sword and then hanging off cliffs until my energy came back and then went back in so like i felt like there was a lot of strategy in 15 at the end yeah Whereas definitely this, this it's every moment i'm thinking um oh yeah a lot but um i want to give my quick overall thoughts before we kind of jump in specifically on the combat and stuff like that uh so my thoughts <laughs> is that I cannot stop thinking about this game. I am thinking about it at all times. When I'm at work, I'm thinking about this game and I want to be playing it. When I'm just sitting at home, like eating dinner, I'm just like, okay, but I want to be done with dinner so I can go play Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's, I, I can't stop. It's all I think about. I, it's in my dreams. It's insane. <laughs> this game, this game is, it's, and I started off and I was just like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's cool. It's fun. The combat's pretty decent. And like the more I play it, the more I fall in love with it. Um, and I, t- there was just a breaking point. And that's like what you were talking about, Derek. Um, there, there was a moment where I was just like, 
up until then, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's fine. I'm enjoying it. And then a moment hit. And when that uh-huh. hit, yeah. I, I was I was in, full in. And I love every second of it, and I can't stop. Um, one of those big moments for me, so I shared a music track with you guys earlier before we started recording. Uh, go ahead and give that a listen now. It's called Midnight Rendezvous, and it happens at a certain point in the game. And as soon as this song started playing, it's at the beginning of one of the chapters, It, I was just overcome with like um, emotion and the it just conveys this magical sense of wonder that final fantasy is for me so i'm gonna go ahead and play that for you guys right now so you can kind of get a listen and get a sense of what it is so this song plays what after you leave Aerith's house cloud is going towards i think when they're going chapter nine yeah when they're going towards wall market um for the first time and yeah when this song started playing i just like i couldn't handle it because it feels so final fantasy you know it's got that little bit of synthy feeling and it's magical and i don't know if it's more so it feels final fantasy 7 than final fantasy as a whole but just what it's doing it's just i don't know i can't explain it it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside uh, mm. And it conveys that sense of wonder and adventure and mystery and the bigger themes of like, like science and technology crossing and space and whatnot, which you find out about later in original Final Fantasy. It's just like, I don't know. It just, it does it for me. It's wonderful. I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, um, space. Uh, yeah, that's you'll get there. I don't think that's ever going to happen in this game, uh, in the later games. Oh. You go to a place called Rocket Town and stuff, you'll see. Um, but yeah, it's... Whew. I didn't... And I think I didn't have this realization till a day or two ago. Like I was saying, I played for several days, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good, I'm enjoying it, and then it clicked, and everything is um, pretty amazing. I think... Um, when I'm done with it, inevitably, I'm going to write uh, a review of it for the the website. Uh, I would like to kind of write out and really think out and flesh out all my feelings for it. My big thing is I think that while I love this game so much, I don't know if I could say it's better than the original Final Fantasy VII. Uh, but really? I think I can say with confidence that once all of Final Fantasy VII Remake is done, as long as they don't screw things up, which could easily happen between games if, like, battle systems and all these weird systems change and swapping characters are out, there's a lot for them to figure out. But if they nail it as well as they nailed this first game, the collection of Final Fantasy VII Remake will easily be the greatest video game thing of all time, in my opinion. Um, so here's to hoping. But um, let's dive a bit more into specifics. Uh, let's start with the obvious one, which is the visuals in this game. Cool <laughs> boy. There, yeah. it's bonkers. It's like, like Derek, uh, there's a lot of times where I'm just like looking around. Like when I got to Aerith's house, like this is like it looks like a paradise compared to like when you're in the slums. But even the slums looks amazing. Mm. Just the level of detail. Yeah, absolutely. Um. The facial animations of the characters convey emotions in a way that I've never seen in any other video game before. Not Cloud's face. 
but that's intentional. Uh, Cloud yeah. has one emotion. I know, I know, but still. And like we'll talk about it eventually in the spoiler cast, but Cloud has moments in this game where his his stone cold demeanor is broken. And especially like especially with Aerith now that I'm like with her a lot. Like you can definitely see she's like slowly breaking him down. I'm just like, oh god. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Um I did, however, notice there are some textures missing in some of the things. Um, I don't know. I haven't noticed it recently, but there's two very notable instances where the door to Cloud's apartment, um, the textures weren't loading on it, and it was just like a blank, blurry slate, um, which I thought was weird, and it stuck out like a sore thumb. And then the other time that that happened were the flowers in Aerith's church also the petals had they had no texture on them they were just like that fuzzy kind of blank and i don't know did that happen for you guys did you notice that has that happened anywhere in the game for you yeah i most one of the most recent things i did i was like going from one area to the next and there was a fence that i was going through like a fence gate and the fence was just like super like pixelated and not there and i'm like huh weird it was weird um and it's such a minor thing considering how much is going on here and how gorgeous everything is at, at all times that like I can forgive it for only happening two times in the first 24 hours I played of this game. Um, it's just, it pulls you out in a game that's so immersive, at least to me where I'm absorbed in this world. Like I, I have thoughts that like that, like I'm thinking about this game as if I am cloud, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever done in a video game before where I've fully put myself in the persona of the main character that I'm playing as. Um, so, and yeah, it, stuff, the small stuff like that definitely pulls you out. But other than that, it's visually absolutely stunning for sure. It's, it's definitely uh, pushing the envelope on, on the PlayStation. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a PS5, hd for or ultra hd update or whatever um when when it gets closer to the next parts time uh just because yeah you know like i know i i haven't experienced any textures issues but i have experienced some really weird pop-ins where like uh in at least in the slums uh i was walking up where you get uh, the guy that gives you the materia for using the assess. I can't remember. Chandy? Chadley? Dude, Chadley. Chadley's so cool. Chadley. Chadley's <laughs> yeah. the most Final Fantasy 15 thing in this game, and I love it. I <laughs> really? love Chadley. Yeah, I don't know. Just the, his character and the way he speaks feels very Final Fantasy 15 to me. It's like, ah, oh, try this VR. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so weird and cool. Um, so what was missing? A texture was so, missing on him? No, so I walked up to him, and then... Three seconds later, all the people who are actually standing in that little square popped in. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, so there's, there's definitely some pop-in issues. Yeah. I've noticed, like, if you're going up and down ladders or uh, maneuvering through tight spaces when other uh, party members are near you, they'll kind of phase <laughs> out of existence, and it's just for clarity so that you can navigate the spaces easier. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't noticed it with any NPCs, though. Oh, yeah. I I've seen it a couple a couple times. I think just it just I think like walking from those narrow corridors up into an open space. Sometimes it takes a second for like the characters, you know, people that background characters that are like ten feet away from you, standing in front of a building. The building's there, but then all of a sudden they appear, and it's like, oh, 
you know, it takes you out for a second, but mm. it's it's a problem in all games, I feel, these days that yeah. are pushing the technical limit limitations of, of consoles. Um I know I've seen it in other in other games. Um Yeah, I think with everything that this game is doing right, it's like the very small hiccups are nothing compared to how great it is and like yeah you, you like you're saying these small hiccups happen in almost every game uh so even compared to other games these these little glitches and uh kind of weird visual moments aren't as bad as those often so um what are your thoughts on the music in this game yes <laughs> yep. Yep. pretty much I'll yes elaborate uh it's just great like are there i i'm not as familiar with the you know original soundtrack for seven uh as you might be but like hearing the tracks i definitely recognize reorchestrated is super cool are there how much like new music is there if any there's only a handful uh i'm pretty sure the music in walmart is new um and what they do there where it's changing as you run through the city based on like what section you're in mm-hmm. uh, is really cool. But I'm pretty sure that's a new song. But even those have small hints of, yeah. of some of the older music. Like even if it's just like one quick melody thrown in with everything else. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I think I've only heard two or three brand new songs. Everything else is a remake in some fashion. Okay. Yeah, every yeah. time I hear a new song, I have to go get the disc for it. <laughs> mm. Those are fun because those are a whole other. Yeah, that's cool too. That's a whole other level of music in the game. So it's not music that's being played for the player. It's music playing on like a jukebox or something in yeah, the yeah. game world. And even like even those are good. <laughs> yeah, so those are all directly. Those are even closer to the original Final Fantasy VII's versions that are just jazzed up in some fancy way. Um, yeah, those are all really cool. I'm definitely planning on collecting all of those. Those are fun. And every time I find one, like a jukebox where I can change the song, I always put it onto the prelude. Like you go uh, to the, the old person center in Aerith's town, and then they have this like sad, depressing song playing, and I just put on the prelude, and it's like, let's go, old people. So yeah, it's, man. Yeah, I don't know if I'm bias because of how nostalgic all this music is for me as a whole but it's it's just everything fits so well with what's happening like when it needs to convey yeah. sadness it does a great job of that when it conveys happiness like when you're meeting Eric, it, it, it immerses you that yeah. much more the battle music is all so intense and gets your heart pounding when you're having these crazy boss battles um, mm-hmm. yeah um i got so though or copy that Jin ordered finally came in the mail and it was the special edition so it came with this small little cool art book and uh, oh, okay. a CD with I think 12 tracks from the game and I've just I have that on my car uh, and I just listen to it when I go back and forth to work every day just and <laughs> just listen to two or three songs and it's oh, geez. yeah and I'm probably just gonna leave it away for a long time because it's better than listening to the radio and it's not worth hooking up my phone for a 10 minute drive so uh yeah i'm just loving the music a lot in this game yeah it's everything about this game is amazing and it'll it'll easily be one of my favorite games yeah i think this is my favorite video game soundtrack of all time um and we're only gonna get really yeah 
easily. I don't know what it would have been. Because you haven't played Persona yet. I've heard <laughs> plenty of Persona music, and it's fun. I think it's... But wait till you hear it in context. I guess that's true. Um, I know you... There are some <laughs> moments in that game. Yeah, but I feel but like anyway, this game has those moments. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah, there's like there have been times when I've been playing, and even in the later chapters, where I hear a song for the first time during this playthrough that you were used to hear like frequently in the original right mm-hmm. uh but because this is you know only a section of that game but it's fleshed out you know by itself it's just like oh like i recognize this but also it's the first time i'm hearing it so it's really cool and then it's yeah when you get to hear uh an old song redone for the first time in this game yeah it's always very special <laughs> every time and i'm looking forward to it constantly um Jeff, did you do the uh, the squatting minigame? Oh, did I do the squatting minigame? I crushed those pumps. <laughs> All three levels, baby. Oh, me too. So the song that plays during that, please tell me you also thought it sounded like a Pokemon gym. Oh, man, I'd have to go back and re-listen to it. Um, but... I'll go I'll go look it up and put it in the Okay, yeah, do that. I want to listen to it. Um, there was one... Um... Crap, I was going to talk about a song, but I don't remember it anymore. But... Um... In talking about the mini games, I, I will not move on until I have gotten the highest level in every mini game possible. Did you guys beat Wedge's uh, score in darts? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I did. I did. No. I, got, I did a perfect game. You did? Nice. Uh, I think his record's what nine. I think I got eight. Si- his record's eight. It's okay. eight. Yeah. I yeah. Got yeah his, his is eight. I got nine. I got. Seven. I got six. Oh yeah, I got. I got the six. six. Is the is the lowest thing? Oh, you it can is. Do. So it's one dart off. Damn it. Um, uh huh. But that doesn't matter. All you need to do is get the top spot on the yeah, leaderboard. Yeah, he gives and you then... material. Uh-huh. Damn it! Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, Derek, is uh, your opinion on the music? Uh, I mean, it's like from the first moment the the battle music starts playing, it's it's just like, oh yeah, like this is it. I I've definitely been doing the same thing Tcon has doing, where you you hear the music in the background, you're like, oh, I need to go get that. Like, how do I get that from you? do i have to buy it from you do i have to just talk to you like how am i going to get that that track so i can put it in the jukebox later uh it's 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 great uh cool um let's move on and talk about uh the battle system and just kind of the mechanics of the game we can talk materia overall just how playing the game feels uh Tikan, what are you thinking so i really like it it's definitely a learning curve because I've never really played a, a game like this at all. And I'm still kind of learning what I want to do. Uh, I also mainly rely on cloud and I forget like, oh, hey, I can just switch to other people. Or like if I get stunned or something, I'll like just sit there spamming the button. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I can go to somebody else and still oh, do yeah. something. And then once he's done, like I immediately just switch back to him. Um, Interesting. So I got I gotta diversify myself more, and like I got a pretty decent amount of materia now. So I'm trying to like figure out what I want to do because some of them give you abilities and stuff, and like I always find myself in a battle. It's like oh. Their weakness is wind. Cool, I don't have that. Or I'm fighting two enemies, and their weaknesses are these two. Well, I have the other two ones right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Um, so, and for a while, I didn't swap out the Buster Sword just because I was like, that's like 
clouds yeah, iconic store really and awesome i can't thing, do it man. yeah but then i started like getting other stuff uh i just got the spiked uh, the, the nail spiked bat? bat the nail bat yeah. i haven't used that at all i, used it either. I hate and the then, nail bat. <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah it's so bad in my opinion but i just i just bought the one in um the wall market oh uh, that's that's the sword the, for you as as someone who clearly just really likes matching the x button and doing as much uh physical damage as possible the is it the hard edge I think it's no, the, yeah. the infinite edge. No, the infinite, the infinite blade is the move that you learn. I think it's called the hard edge. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I just got that. But like, I also use uh, his spells a lot too. Yeah. It's just I rely on cloud mostly. I mostly use cloud. Um, so, and I'm like trying to get proficient with their abilities on each weapon now that I realize that that's the thing, and then you can. Use them on anything. Over. Yeah. Yeah, which I I've been doing it on Cloud, but I wasn't doing it on anybody else. So I just I just started doing it on Aerith. Um so like I like it. It's definitely something completely new to me. Yeah. Um, when I first started doing it, it was clunky and slow, and I needed to take a lot of time to kind of think about what I was doing. And I was sticking to one character a lot, but the more I played it, the better I got at it. I'm very fluidly switching through characters now. And, like, I make sure I have at least all four elemental magic equipped. I'm on... Did I do it again? Did I say equipped? Equipped? Equipped. (laughs) You definitely said it weird. I think you were good. Was I? I'm so self-conscious about it. Uh, I have... You're welcome. (laughs) I have one of four of... Uh, one of each of the four elemental materia attached at all times (laughs) between my three characters. Um... So, so that when I run into like someone who's a flying guy, they're always weak to air. Uh, so I want to make sure that I have that to stagger them and whatnot. But yeah, as I get better at it, and it just feels more and more satisfying, and I'm swapping through. Whereas uh, you, Cloud is your main guy. Tifa's kind of become my main gal. Uh, when I'm not doing something very specific with my par- party currently is Cloud, Aerith, and Tifa. When I'm not doing anything very specific with Cloud or Aerith. Like, no one has any bars filled, or I don't need to fill their bar for anything in particular. I'm usually Tifa, and I'm just punching the crap out of things. And I've set some of her things to the quick command on L1 to do some pretty sweet combos. Like, I'll... I'll, That's a thing? Yeah, so uh, you don't always have to hit X to slow down time. If you go into the main menu, there's a... There's an uh, option called battle menu. Battle settings? Ba- yeah, battle yeah. settings. And you can make it so when you hold down L1, time doesn't slow down. But your uh, cross, circle, square, and triangle buttons become... Uh, you can assign them to be any one of your abilities or items. Oh, no, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I've gone 15 hours without knowing. So with Tifa, I'll basically... I'll fight something until I have two active time bars uh, filled up. And then I'll use a move. It's called it's like Starlight Un- Is it Unbridled punch? Strength? No, that's oh, the thing that wait, just kind of buffs her up. It's the one you get from the Feather Gloves. Did you not get the Feather Glove? They were in the I do. I have them equipped. Not fair yet. Okay. Whatever ability that gets you, and you just you I do must this not have explored it. Crazy rapid, um, uh, rapid fire moves, and it makes it so that your next ability that you use does bonus damage. So then I'll use oh, okay. overkill, overdrive. Is what, it whatever? Does, the is one... that the second tier triangle ability? Is no, that's the metal knuckle ability. Basically, it's like no metal knuckle. It's one of the ones where it's like, uh. If you comboed this off of something, it does bonus damage. So oh, the first okay. ability is giving the second 
they're giving each other bonus damage basically or they're making that overdrive ability insanely strong and yeah it right. just feels and it's so quick and snappy because i'm using that extra command menu i'm not using mm -hmm. the main command menu i'm using the shortcut menu um yeah i i like to describe this as good kingdom hearts combat yeah that's accurate it's never played kingdom hearts it's what kingdom hearts could have Don't. been if they put more time into it because so, kingdom hearts can just be it's so easy and you just kind of mash the keyblade button and especially with kingdom hearts 3 and all of a sudden you just hit triangle and you're on a roller coaster teacups baby yeah and it's just not fun and then throwing magic out is boring like the the combat here makes you really think constantly and boss fights are 10 minute epic battles where you have to it's a back and forth oh like yeah there switching between uh, characters mm -hmm. and knowing when you need to be a certain character to use a certain ability or like building up someone's magic so that they can stagger the enemy at the right time and saving your limit break till they're staggered so you can get the most uh maximum amount of damage on them it's it's crazy um i'm thoroughly enjoying it i think they nailed the combat here and made it oh very yeah. very fun uh what are your thoughts on it andrew well, I I feel or I've definitely been playing it kind of similar to how Tcon is. I kind of find myself mashing a lot, um, and I always forget to use the guard button. Uh, uh, so very what's the guard button? The guard button isn't there. <laughs> there's a there's a material. I'm just kidding. I know that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just I just never guard. Yeah, I don't. I really don't either. But I also uh, I'm also the same as you, Jeff. Where I I've been using the macros uh, to to do some sweet stuff. I find myself playing cloud NT for the most, um, whoever, you know, is there at the time. Yeah. I've actually, uh, with Barrett back in my party now, I've been playing uh, as him a fair amount too. I've just been, like you said, Jeff's kind of switching very fluidly throughout based on who I need. Um, yeah. It, uh, it really starts but, to feel good as you get better at it. Yeah. And, uh, so what I did, you mentioned customization earlier, and I think I have the feathered gloves on Tifa right now, or, the, or whichever ones make her magic damage a lot, I like way higher. Right. I think that's the feather gloves. I think. That's yeah. The so I have those on Tifa. And so I have Tifa kind of both as a, as like this combo oriented fighter, but also I use her as a black mage and I just have like all my, I have like fire, ice and thunder on her, I think solid see that's what cloud so, is for me clouds like yeah. my, go up there and smack stuff with your sword and then when you have time uh i i have the buster sword equipped so the way the weapon system works is you get um i think total each character has somewhere between four and five weapons it's not a crazy yeah. amount but you're constantly leveling up these same weapons throughout the whole game and yeah they kind of all specialize in a certain thing like for cloud the buster sword is very well-rounded it's got good attack and de uh magic and defense then there's your second sword the iron blade iron edge yeah, yeah iron edge. and it's very defense oriented and then you get the nail bat which is very offense oriented but like but yeah basically every every weapon every character has weapons that kind of tailors to a specific roles, yeah. yeah specific play styles for me i leave the buster sword on cloud so he's my well-rounded he yeah. can do good damage he's also can cast spells really strong uh tifa i'm all out raw physical damage i'm all i give her all purple and yellow materia specifically to make her yeah. attack stronger and give her like new abilities. Uh, so, and then either right now, Aerith is kind of sitting in the back. She has healing and supportive uh, magic going on. And it's just like supporting the team from the back. So, um, but yeah, it's cool because any character can be anything in this game. And that makes it yeah. very fun. 
Yeah, I think right now, Cloud, I have the Hard Edge equipped on him, so he's kind of my physical damage. Um, and then I have I have my Cure Materia on him since Aerith is out of the party at the moment. Hmm. So Cloud is like my main healer. I think I put uh, Auto Cure on Cloud because I'm... I'm actually controlling him the least. Yeah, I, only I have I have that I... on on Aerith, so Aerith is like my dedicated healer. Yeah, see, I didn't realize that I I didn't fully read that at first, and I had that on Cloud, and I was like, <laughs> why, why aren't I like auto healing? And then it was like, oh, you can't be activated. I went, oh, cool. Yeah, no. Yeah, Barrett, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the but the definitely the depth of this combat system is is astounding. You know, there's so much. Uh, uh, customization and ways that you can you know figure out the system and do cute little things kind of it's it, it feels almost like uh playing magic the gathering you know like like it, it's cool uh up front but then once you really get deep into the mechanics there's some really cool stuff you can do yeah it's the um, most fun like i've had in an... to only look at the top four cards for his library <laughs> it's definitely the most fun <laughs> i've had in an action-based combat game in a very long time as long as i can remember honestly yeah i think uh part of me gets frustrated a lot though especially with some of the more recent bosses and enemies like i was going through the uh the sewers again recently um and the, whatever i forgot what they're Don't called but they're like ruin anything <laughs> there's like these lizard men oh the 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 tortoise guys no they're like with the tridents Yes, I don't know. They they do they have the jump ability. Yeah, they have I think those guys are the bullshit. Really? I don't have Yeah, I was fighting like a group of 3 of them and every I had I got a game over like 4 times. Really? I don't know. Are you I, using I the I think they're weak to elect, uh lightning and I think, Yeah. So what I do, I was using their weaknesses. <laughs> weird. What I do is with uh Aerith and I'm assuming at the point that you're at I don't think Aerith is in the party with you. Correct. Um so what I would do is her is I would use the um, the steadfast ward is that what it's called where you put that magical circle on the ground and yeah, anyone the who ward can, zone yeah and anyone who casts a spell in it casts that spell twice. You see, yeah. I, so I tried cool. to use that and I didn't like. I've been it wasn't using that a lot. Yeah, I don't know if I was using it wrong or it, what. But it does, so it doesn't matter which character you use it on. It's then whoever is standing in the circle. You just cast. A yeah, spell. I know that. Yeah, you should just. Be I, so I was trying to do that. It was. Is it just spells or abilities? Spells. It doesn't work on abilities. Oh, well, then that's probably why. Oh, yeah. That'll do hey, it. So um, with with that, quick question. Does mm -hmm. that stack with the other material that makes it so that when you, you use a spell, your ally also uses uh, a the, spell? The so it, like, yeah, so if you shoot twice because of that ward, will they shoot twice? I don't know. I think it does uh, double up with the... Oh, I forgot what the material is called. The one that makes it so that when multiply magnify i think it's called magnify where like if you basically it's yes. the equivalent of the all materia from the original game where if you cast fire on one person instead you hit it bounces and hits everyone around them or you can cure your whole party instead of just one person yeah um mm. which i'm mad because i've only found one of those so far and it's really good um but yeah the yeah the i think i just system, found one the oh yeah my, the material is great it's i think it's so more user friendly than the original. Yeah. So not only does it explain it better, uh, but mm -hmm. I was kind of nervous going in because I was like, "Well, if they just give us the materia from the original game, it's it will be kind of limited." But they yeah. added so much materia, new materia in this game that fits so well with the the gameplay, and it just mm -hmm. it just feels all 
you know, I don't know. It just feels good. I think yeah. they, they nailed it with all the new materia that they've added and, and changing up some old ones, like the all materia being changed to magnify to make it mi- make more sense in this combat system and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And having, oh. sorry, go ahead, Tegan. No, no, keep going. Keep uh, going. So having materia that only works when it's equipped to the non, I think I said it right there, to the non-active player uh, makes it so you can strategize around that super well. Like, I don't use Barrett a lot. So, yeah, put auto-cure on Barrett and stuff like yeah. that. Or the follow-up material on Barrett so I can cast spells with Cloud and then Barrett's kind of just doing stuff from the back. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it all works so well. So I, I kind of messed up for a little bit because the one where it links your um, elemental to your sword or like oh, to yeah. your attacks. Did you not it's got to it be the, linked. Yeah, you didn't have a link slot? No, I had it on one that didn't have a link slot and I was just kind of swinging. I'm like, man, I, I could have sworn I have this on there, but this doesn't look like it's doing any elemental damage. And then I looked in and I was like, oh, wait, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's not linked. Really That's what that means. Okay. What's that, Andrew? They didn't really explain the link part of it. Um, they, they? I think the materia itself says it has to be linked. It does, yeah, but I just like, but, didn't you know, realize that's what it yeah, meant. Hey. <laughs> um, Derek, you've been kind of quiet. What are your thoughts on, on the combat? Do you have anything in particular? Uh, I mean, I haven't... I feel like I haven't played enough of the game yet to really uh, get deep into the combat. I mean, the... the the first boss battle uh, in uh, the uh, reactor, the first reactor is is awesome. Uh, but you like don't have enough yet. I feel like to really take advantage fully of of the cool the like, the way the combat system works. Um, like I found maybe the most interesting encounter I've had was uh, maybe fighting uh, one of, doing one of the side quests and fighting. I think you have to fight a Drake. In a factory, yeah, and the Cerulean Drake, yeah, Mm -hmm. and with that, I was able to kind of like, okay, yeah, Tifa's got uh, these couple spells, and so I can work up her stuff, and then cast her stuff, and then switch back to Cloud, and then work on staggering it and stuff like that. But yeah, I feel like I'm I'm still a little early in the game to really fully uh, get it, get into it. Yeah, but I do, I do like it a lot. I it's it feels like. What kind of what you're saying, Jeff? Uh, but more like the perfect mix of 15 and seven's original uh, ATB like combat, and it's just all messaged together and yeah. nicely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> sorry, I was about to quote Cloud. <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. and, dude, Andrew, you know the quote I'm talking about, where you meet up with Tifa. I don't know. Lay when, it on me. Uh, the one where he's in the dress, and he goes, yes. "What? No." Oh man, I'll I'll tell you about it later. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, I don't know. Let's move on. Um, let's talk about well, the story. I actually oh. I wanted to bring up one more thing that I feel like it's just me, but I don't. I'm having trouble getting the dodge button to do anything. So you're not supposed to spam the dodge button. I've I'm bl- not. I'm trying to time it and like use it to so, dodge things, yeah, yeah. but it's not doing it's, anything. So it's more of like a quick movement in, in a very specific instance. I don't think they want you like using it to actively dodge moves that much. 
If anything, yeah, they clearly won't. not, since I still get hit by everything. I found yeah, the no, best... just take it full on. No, the best way to deal with it is actually to actively run away. You need to like realize yeah. an enemy's it's like. Well, I mean, set... even with that too, like I, I'll try and run away from things. Like, there's a particular boss, Jeff. Did you go back down to the Colosseum and do that the extra fight? I did the one as Cloud and the one as Aerith. I didn't do the one. There's the... one you can do as Aerith. Yeah, each one. So yeah, there's like the level one one wait are you talking about the one they make you do for the story or like going back no back? like the extra one yeah it's when you're just cloud yeah i did hang on it's the it's like the the Is robot it... yeah okay that's part of the story no it's not i'm pretty sure it is madam m sends you there no or it's she... like uh a... it's not the, it's not the tournament yeah no, no no there's one after the tournament and you just fight a robot yeah, but it's like much later. Much later. It's it's not like I don't know. It's like a it's a side quest. It's it's like a green. I'm pretty sure you objective. have to do that to progress the story. Do like, you? Yeah. It, I didn't think so. It was a it was a side quest for me. Oh, anyways, you can go back to the Coliseum at any point yeah. and and do like uh like bonus stuff. That's how you okay. get like yeah. the, the second version of everyone's limit break is by doing their solo mission oh, okay. in the Coliseum stuff like that. Um. Well, either way, I was fighting one of the bosses in that, and I and he kept one of the things he would do is like jump or lunge at me, and I would try and run away, and it would not work. Hmm. So I don't know if it's just me doing it wrong or what, but it was it's getting to be very frustrating. There's definitely some attacks that attacks that are unavoidable, and the best thing to do is just block, like hands yeah. down. That's and like trying to dodge or run away is worse for you because you're gonna take the full damage because you can't escape it. Um, yeah, I've definitely learned that over time. So it's basically learning which abilities are ones that are like okay he's prepping this attack because it says the attack above their head that they're gonna do oh yeah like rude oh yeah. I, I just kept getting tossed and slammed by him I was yeah getting... really i didn't have real to mad <laughs> yeah i didn't have reno a... took me a while well i, I, I just run up and moments. i hit people and it wasn't working with him because he'd be like all right cool bear hug slam me in the ground throw me Aerith would get a hit, and then I was just like, Dude, Ugh. he's going to have such a hard time in the tournament, the last fight of the tournament. <laughs> you're fucked. You're going you're gonna to learn to play differently from that. Yeah, dude. That, um, one, that one took me a while, too. Um, but I also... I'm going to do it first try. There's also, like, like hidden... Not hidden, but, like, like status effects that there are just no item to cure, right? Like, when you get paralyzed by things, like electricity, right? And you're just stuck there. I always find that all three of my members get hit by it at like the same time. And then I'm stuck there for five plus seconds doing nothing. And I'm like, oh, okay, oh, that's I guess, never I'm, happened I guess to me. I'll die. I've, I've never had one of those debilitating effects hit all of my people. At really? Once. It happens to be all the time. No, I just forget to swap. So I stand there with Cloud. Like, come on, come on, come on. I hit every button. I'm amazed you love this game so much with with only really using Cloud. Um, yeah, I love Cloud. Um, all right, let's move on and talk about just general story stuff. And I'm gonna basically kind of be lightly comparing it to the original game. Um, so so far, I love everything that they're doing. They're really fleshing out characters that weren't really anything in the original game, like Jesse, Wiggs, and Bedge. Bedge, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Biggs, and Wedge are all fully fleshed out characters in this game where they were kind of a nod factor in the original. Um, you meet a oh, lot really? of cool, like chat. Yeah, they were, they were in the original, but they had on your point, uh, like parts, but yeah, they're what, Jesse is uh best girl. This is not up for debate. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I was going to ask uh, that. 
I was going to ask that later. Who is who's what your waifu in this game? This Dude. is this is tough because it was it it was Tifa because uh, just gorgeous and she's great. But Aerith is so like sweet and innocent. Uh-huh. And you can see that she's like really breaking Cloud down. And then uh-huh. when I found out uh-huh. she's gonna die, and that's who I found out Whoa, it was. Spoilers. I lost it because I, I it's, it's tough. It it may it may be Aerith. All right, yeah. uh, interesting points, but those are wrong. It's Jesse. <laughs> uh, so, so here's my thing. So obviously Jesse's the first one you interact with, and you're like, oh damn, Jesse. Jesse's pretty cool. But yeah. then, then you realize she's really just a big flirt, and she doesn't mean any of it. She's not like yeah, that's what not, I'm gathering. You're not special to her. She does the same thing to Biggs. Uh, so like, whatever, Jesse, go do your thing. Tifa, on the other hand, that's not true. Tifa is loyal to you. She she's understanding. She's caring, but also she's a strong ass motherfucking woman who can kick the shit out of literally anything. Tifa, yeah, Tifa's the best. Tifa's my number one. Did you know there's a if can I just you have like. Tifa and Eris? No. Uh, <laughs> based on some of the events in this game, yes. <laughs> hey. Um, but did you know that there? If you uh do the motorcycle section without taking enough damage, like if you take a certain amount of damage or less uh on the motorcycle section, the scene uh afterwards, Jesse kisses you on the cheek. Oh really? I know. I yeah. saw that there was a trophy for. Oh, it. that wasn't just like part of it. Oh, you got that too? I did not get that. That's the one thing I think that I, I got. That. I didn't get it. Yeah, I, I found that out today actually. I didn't know what happened. I just knew there was a trophy that said uh, "Get a compliment from Jesse after the motorcycle." Yeah, yeah. I, say, I, th- I think now that I'm thinking about it, I got that. Did now you? I have to look. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I guess I have to look like at I my. I have to look at my trophies. Um, I got wireless headphones. So I'm gonna turn my PS4 on. <laughs> anyway, um, Jesse's cute as hell. But also, She's you're all best. wrong. It's Eris's mom. <laughs> uh, Elmira. <laughs> she's not. She's kind of a non-factor in this game. Yeah, and she basically tells Cloud to piss off. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, story stuff, dude. What about Jesse's mom? Dude, got it going best, on. Best pizza on this best side of Midgar, pizza, yeah. dude. Uh, what, Midgar what is, special. Is that is the Midgar special? The is Midgar that what it special? Is? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna so, be the name of this episode. What? I thought when I played the original game, I thought that Barrett and Tifa were a thing, and that Marlene was Tifa's daughter. No, but oh. that's not true. Well, see, that I is, thought that like at first too when I not was playing a thing. No, they are just friends. Okay, um, but then I realized it wasn't. And I was like, good because if you, if you play, if you play more of the original game, you'll learn more about Marlene and her. Parents. Yeah, you learn a little bit more about her. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as a whole, so far, the story has been fantastic. Uh, everything new they've added, like all the stuff with Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge, has been so great. Yeah, They're that was my characters. favorite part of the beginning of the game, easy. Yeah, hands down, getting to know them and like really have them be important. Uh, Cloud mm-hmm. ha- is more of a character than he's ever been. Like he actually has emotions, yeah. and you can see him kind of growing as a character, and like you can tell he's just, so you, he definitely does. He's confused about things, like the scene where Aerith just tries to teach him. Oh how to, nope, I did not get the biker boy one. Ah, uh, the scene where Aerith it kind of like teaches him how to high five is so. Horrible. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! Yes, that was. I think that was when I was like, oh, it's Aerith. 
It's because so, so good. Like, like he went for it and like she kind of but was like not nah, and you could just tell like he was so bothered by it and then she just felt horrible. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah, I like watching Cloud grow, but I don't understand why all of these girls even on him in the first place, the moody bastard. <laughs> girls are mysterious creatures that nobody knows yeah. how they operate. You must they must like his uh big sword. <laughs> hey. Uh so so far there's only been one thing in the story that's kind of weird to me. Um I don't really want to talk about it quite yet. We can talk about it in our spoiler thing. It's just it, I don't understand why it's happening, especially coming from the original Final Fantasy VII. It's not from the original Final Fantasy VII. And I just want to make sure it has payoff at the end of the game. That's what the, I'm, the spooky ghost. Yeah. I just want to like make sure I yeah, want to see how play out. No idea what those are. I still don't even know what Mako is. Besides uh, <laughs> the lifeblood of the planet, yeah, and that basically, it like has like it's like magical. It's basically mana that's just in the earth. Wow. And it's like what makes the earth work. Think about it as like magical oil. Just basically. call it mana, then. Damn it. Nah, man, All right, that nah, makes dude, sense. dude, it's got to be different and cool. Um, right. but yeah, I don't want like I'm nervous that that's not going to play out, but I'm sure it will. And like, if it doesn't play out yeah. in this game, it'll probably play out in the future games. But I really want some, to have some resolution in this game. There's some stuff that's happened uh, a little bit. I'm still like, a little fuzzy on it where I am too. So okay. we'll like, see I'm, how it goes. I'm curious about those Jace-looking people too. Like the uh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, the like Organization Thirteen dudes. Yeah, is um, that what that is? So no, well <laughs> that's a so so I know what those are from Final Fantasy VII, the original. Um, okay, we do. So, yeah, the people with like the number tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they look like they look I don't like remember they... them at all. Yeah. They they're important. Um so okay. I, I know where that's that's all going. you need to say. Um But uh there's a, one other thing is uh the soldier second class. I think we've all run into him, Roche. Or is he third class? Oh, Roche, the guy on the motorcycle? Uh, yeah. I thought he was What's third. up with him? I, I hope he has more payoff than that one thing. Also, he's, I have... he's so cool because he's doing flips on motorcycle. Like he's using yeah. the motorcycle. No, he's awesome. He's using the motorcycle like a pogo stick, and he's this super crazy out there personality. He's just screaming about everything, and he's hyped on life. And yeah, I think he's a really cool character. I just hope he's not just one and done from that one. And I want to know. I have heard that he does not show up after that moment. Really? Yeah, which is like but he made it. He seem must like the only thing that makes it worth it to me is if he shows up in part two. Yeah, you know? and like that's one of the things is like I'm afraid this game won't have enough resolution and on its own, but um, I won't know until I get there. But um, yeah, I don't know. As a whole, but, uh, so far like, I really like everything that they're doing with the story. Yeah, and I think I like mm -hmm. there's so much I want to know. Like I want to know what the hell is up with this Sephiroth guy. Like he was a soldier and a hero, but he seems like a huge dick. And why is um so all these like weird flashbacks and like him like having a seizure is that just him like this what they call it the cell degeneration because of the mako and whatnot like i don't know so are you i want to know after this are you intending on going and playing the original final fantasy 7 to learn all this stuff Decon, or are you just gonna wait and play all of the remake and just avoid any story stuff <laughs> from the original uh yeah i'm probably just i'm probably won't play the original cool I, i'm very I'm, curious I'm, I'm fully invested in the remake so i just want to see how the remake's done yeah i'm very curious to see how it plays out for you, like someone who has no knowledge of the original game like you being like who is this sephiroth guy i'm just like 
Oh, that's so exciting. Imagine, <laughs> I'm just imagining getting to like learn like the story of Final Fantasy VII again for the first time. So I'm really excited for you. Um, I'm sad that I'm it's just... going to be over like several, several years, but Mid decades even. We'll see. Um, Wait, how many games are there going to be? They haven't said. No one knows. <laughs> All right. So how much? I could see at least is, three. So how much of this game is of the original? Like. Oh, eight to ten percent. Yeah, we calculated it. Wasn't yeah. No, wasn't it like twelve percent? It took me six hours, and then it's like right. The length of this game that it will take you to beat the remake is the length that would usually take you to beat all of regular Final Fantasy VII. What the fuck? There's that much? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. So this, how much? What percentage did you say this was? Um, <laughs> like very minimal. Yeah, like ten percent of the whole full game, maybe. Here's the thing. You is, mean after all of this, there's so much more? Yeah, and I'm so excited for all of that because Midgar is this like grimy, rundown city, and this game only goes up to the end of Midgar. So like, oh. you go into the world and you see all these cool, I can't wait places. that long. So I'm, yeah, <laughs> I think getting to see, um, so like in the video that for or the the song that I sent you guys earlier, there's a, a picture of them standing on a bridge. Um, mm -hmm. and just looking off into the distance and you can see the sky and the sunrise or sunset coming up in the pink of the clouds and like and I'm Red 13 is there I'm excited to yeah and what's that like cat oh you'll like a, find he's out. got the Charmander tail you'll find out you'll um, find out I'm excited to see the next games and where things are yes. dark and grimy because like while it's cool and I love the world of Midgar or the town of city of Midgar uh, mm -hmm. It does get a little bit repetitive seeing all this just garbage and junk everywhere all the time. Yeah. Um, so like some of the locations do feel kind of samey sometimes. Yeah, like getting the glimpses of Aerith's garden. Um, uh, that was like, so beautiful. You're there. gonna have environments like that everywhere once you get out of the city into the later game. So I'm really excited. Yeah. About that for sure. Like I really want to go to like Cosmo Canyon and like the what gold the saucer. You know. Dude, you'll see. Oh, you'll find out. Oh, I'm oh, so excited to, to live years. through this with you. Oh, man. Um, all right. I'm already impatient, and I'm not even... I'm only halfway through the game. Um. All right. Anyone have any? want to give some closing thoughts? We all seem to be somewhere I'm from story. high... Or just in general. Um, we've kind of talked a lot about it. Uh, um, Marlene is just Boo from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> yes yeah. you are correct yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i did want to touch on the pacing in this game okay it's it's bad i hate it i disagree why do you think it's really? bad because there's mean? so many instances of like forced slow walking that just don't need to be there there's moments where they're clearly hiding loading screens by having you sidle in a narrow passageway or like you know walk across a plank or something or like you know do this section where it's just i feel like adding just but i think that kind of makes of time. sense for the environment yeah i mean yes but there's no re like if it wasn't there i wouldn't think think twice about it you know it's just like stuff like that like kills it for me like i and like there's a lot of moments where you have to like instead of just being able to go do a thing you have to like walk in a direction and talk to people at a forced pace for like a few minutes and then go back to the place you were already and then 
turn around and go a different direction. I don't know. It's just, there feels like a lot of stuff that could just be like cut down and make it a more smooth, uh, you know, transition experience. So I don't know. I feel like just being in the world and those instances where you're like walking slowly, talking to people, I equate it to, uh, when you are in God of war, when you're in the boat with, uh, what was with it? your with your son? Your son? Atreus. No, what's the guy? And, uh, the head. Who's oh, the dude, head? I, I love him. His name. Something. It's Derek. um. It's a Norse name. It's like Mimir. 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 Yes. Yeah. So Mimir's telling you a story about something, or like, and yeah. like he's going back and forth with Atreus, and like I would get up to the shore of where I was going, and I would sit there in the boat and listen to the rest of the story because I'm so engaged in what they're saying that I'm okay taking a little break from playing the game to be a part of this world. Um, like I would never get out. Of, I think I got out of the boat once. Uh, like I thought they were going to keep talking and he was like, okay, we'll come back to this later. And I was like, all right, well I'm never going to do that again. I want to hear all of these stories. So like, that's how I feel about when you're walking and things are kind of slowed down, but you're getting a lot of story stuff and a lot of cool conversations with characters. Yeah. But, I'm all um, about that. But- and I like that too, but there's a lot of instances where there's just not that, and it, you're just going through a, an area or something. And, and there's like, and and they're doing things to make you know some of the environment or like some of the puzzles to get through areas different. Like when you're in the collapsed tunnel and you have to move those arms. Mm-hmm. Hated that. I thought it was fine. It's just like I just didn't. I just I don't know. There's there's just stuff like that that I feel like doesn't need to be there. But I mean, whatever. That's what Final Fantasy's always been. It's been filled with little gimmick mini games like that since as long as i can remember as long as i've been playing them at least seven is that's true i don't remember nine has those ten has does it yeah Yeah. oh yeah i mean i didn't like those parts of ten either so (laughs) i guess i've just they yeah that's just a preference thing they never bothered me yeah maybe but yeah i uh other than that no everything is is cool Mm, although jeff i did want to ask what is what, what was your uh squats record how many did you get did you count uh, did you, uh my highest was in the low 50s i think haha fucker what'd you get 65 damn dude that's impressive i I, I mean it was after numerous tries so but I, once i had that once i had that groove you know yeah i lost to I just... the first guy once because i was still figuring it out and i lost no i didn't lose to the first guy i lost to the second guy once because the first guy uh it doesn't disappear and then the second mm-hmm. guy, it does disappear. And then I had to get the hang of, like, when you have to mash one button for a bunch. Yep. Once I got the hang of that, I beat the second guy my first try. Yeah. Uh, or my second try. And then I beat the third guy on my first try, too. Um, I just but... tried the box one earlier. I do not like that. The box one? Yeah, when you're crushing boxes, like the kids, the whack a box. Oh, the whack a box. Oh, yeah, 15, yeah, yeah. The 1500 yeah. point one takes I only forever. Did, I only did that minigame once. Uh, yeah, I got the max score on that, or the what's, high score. What's the max? How, like how much do you need? 300,000 or something like that. 30,000? 30,000? 30, 30,000? What? Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, But you get... What did you get for it? it was Wait, was, fi- was it 15,000 that was the first one? Uh, or 1,500? Uh, it's, 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 there's like a 1,500-point box, and that takes forever to crush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's hmm. 300,000? I don't remember. Whatever no, the it's highest 30. number. 30,000 is the highest? Yeah, it's 10, 20, and then 30. Okay, yeah. I definitely got that. Uh, it, that took me several tries. Okay. I had to, like, min-max, like, where to place your bravers and, uh, 
like what boxes you should be attacking when. It took me, I think, like four or five tries. But I did it. Yeah, I only did that one time. Um, I plan on platinum this game for really? sure. Yeah. Uh, wow. I'm gonna, okay. As soon as I beat it, I think, plan is on. Is that going to take nope. playthroughs or no? Uh, yeah. So you have to beat every mission on hard mode. Uh, so I'm going to oh, go okay. back through. And there's a lot of like small choice things like. In the beginning of the game, when Tifa says, "What kind of dress? Uh, what what should I wear for our date?" That influences the dress that she wears later in the game. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was wondering where that like comes out. Pays so, off. so there's a lot of small right. stuff like that where they ask you a question and your I picked answer, exotic. Oh, uh, you're gonna. Me too. Wait. Oh, I picked sporty. I re... sporty is basically Chun Li. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh... It's great. Um. But yeah, so there's a bunch of small stuff like that that I'm looking forward to like doing the opposite of what I did and seeing how that affects things. But yeah, I'm going to go right back in on hard mode. I heard hard mode's a real challenge, which I'm excited about. Um, and then, I can't do hard mode. I'll yeah, die. I'm struggling on normal. And then there's going to be... I'm not struggling, but I feel like my play style will just get bent over. It'll make you better. So yeah, I'm really looking forward <laughs> to playing in this game. Um, Yo, also, the honeybee in dude that sequence oh my god most hilarious shit i i went back and rewatched it immediately because i was (laughs) so focused on doing the button presses but once like watching the actual dance i'm just like (laughs) dude this is the great i think i wrote down i have my uh my video game log where i like write notes about yeah i wrote the dance sequence on the honeybee in maybe the greatest thing in any video game ever (laughs) (laughs) am i close to that yeah you're really close yeah um if you go play tonight, you'll actually probably get to it. Yeah. Uh, pro- I'm playing COD after this. Going to try and get my third win in a row. Ooh. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> the, Derek, do you have any final thoughts that you want to say? I know you're not very uh, far, but. Just that I now really want to go play this game for the next, like, 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I have the next two days off, so I'm probably going to beat it. Spicy. Soon. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, yeah, like I said, we're gonna do a spoiler cast once we've all completed the game. Tikan, you'll have yes. to come back on, and we'll talk story stuff. And that's fine. Really, I'm trying to not like just blow through the game so I don't like. I think feel empty after like a week. Yeah. Because I know once the game's done, I'm gonna feel empty inside. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because I've had I've had this week off, so I easily could have rather beaten it, but I've been taking it slow. Um. Okay, let's take a break, and then we'll come back, Uh, and yeah, we'll be right back. Alright guys, so we decided that this episode's already running really long, so we are going to save our favorite remakes and games that we want to see remade conversation for next week. Uh, That'll be our nice big fun topic for next week, Uh, which means we're going to roll right into trivia and round this out. Tikan, it's your first trivia. Are you excited? I am, because I've I've, I've played the game, so hopefully you don't ruin anything for me, and I do hope. Wait, what... I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't said what the trivia is yet. Oh, the category is. Uh, then I just assumed. My bad. The category for today right. is Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. What? <laughs> what a blindside! Uh, this is gonna be on the easier side. Obviously, I don't want to do any spoilerly type things, and I had to do enough where like it's people have played enough of it. So uh, we're just gonna go right for it. 
Question number one, what is Tifa's last name? So, Tikan, as you may or may not know, the way we're doing this is you kind of write Do it I down. Type somewhere. it in, or no, so just keep a mental note. It's an honor system because usually when we're in person, I have people write it down on a, like a little whiteboard, and then so everyone reveals. I it actually the same time. know this one. Um, so we, uh, so yeah, if you hear someone else say the answer before you, don't be a d bag and change your answer to theirs. Honor system. Um, all right, all right, you guys ready? I'm Derek? Pretty sure I know. Yeah, Derek, you go first. Damn it! So I I noticed that they had the last names, and I was like, "Oh, that's Tifa's last name." I can't remember. Uh, so I, I said Sparrow. Oh, uh, Andrew, oh. Gainsborough, Tcon. Isn't it Lockhart? It is Lockhart. Wait, yeah. oh, shit. Ah, oh, oh, damn it! Gainsborough is Aerith's last name. I I know that now. I. Uh, I, I, I started a second guess, like, wait a second. I could have sworn that I know this. Cause the only reason <laughs> I know this because I've seen her so that was many the... times. And I've always known who Tifa is. Cause I'm like, ah, that's the super hot. Yeah, that Final was the, the first thing that popped into my head was that. And I was like, yeah, that's right. You know. <laughs> the reason I never forget is yeah. because it's the effect it has on me. She's got a lock on my heart. Yeah. Oh, it's not called, she's not called Tifa Hard Dick, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. You're not wrong. <laughs> What sector of Midgar does Aerith live in? Mm. Uh, Derek, you haven't gotten yeah, here like yet, the... but you can kind of use... But you played the original one, so you should know yeah. from that. So I should know. Yeah, all right. We're going to start with... Is there an order or... Uh, no, I, I'll just call on people in the way that I... I usually call on the person that I think is either least likely to get it or who I haven't called on first recently. Um, okay. I think you'll all get this one, so we'll go Andrew first this time. What is what sector is Aerith's house in, or where does she live? Sector five. Tikan? Five. Derek? Uh, I said six. It is sector <laughs> five. Uh. I should have went with Derek first. Uh, question number three. What is the name of Barrett's daughter? We brought it up earlier, so I will be mad uh. if you don't all get this. I see. Um, okay, Tikan, you can go first. Isn't it Marlene? Derek? Marlene! Andrew? Marlene. Yeah, everybody got it. It's Marlene. Would you, hey. have all, would you have known that if someone didn't say it earlier in the episode? Yeah, absolutely. Tikan? Yeah. I probably would have forgotten. <laughs> You're lucky then. <laughs> Question number four. What's the first boss you fight at the end of chapter one? Or what is the boss that you fight at the end of chapter one? What's his name? You know, I'm. I, I tried to make sure I paid attention to all this shit because I knew you were going to ask that. Did you know? Yeah. Well, so I, I I had a feeling of things that you would ask. Oh, look at that! Trying to get on top of uh, my question. Asking. Yeah. Um. All right, we're going to start with you, Tikan, because I feel like you're the least likely to get it. What's the name of? <laughs> yeah, because I don't remember <laughs> it at all. What's the name of the boss at the end of chapter one? Uh. Just say something. I can't think of it. <laughs> oh, all right, Airbuster. Ooh, Derek? Uh, I said Spider Tank. Andrew? That's Scorpion Destiny. Sentinel? It is the Guard Scorpion. Guard uh, Scorpion. Oh. Andrew, I'll give you a half point. Yeah. Because you were close. Uh, so the score Are right sure now... It's not... Is it picking that up? Is that somewhere? Uh, unless they changed it from the first game to the second game. It's always been the Guard, the guard Scorpion. Yeah, it's the guards because, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I completely forgot. I made sure I'm like, oh, this this could be a question. I'll make sure, to... and I can. 
And I know the Airbuster is. Oh, hold uh, on. In the new game, it might be. Yeah, I'm looking up. I googled Final Fantasy VII Scorpion Sentinel. Yeah, Scorpion Sentinel. Like they changed down, it. Wow. Down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I believe I that calls for a get fucked idiot. That is a full point for Andrew. Boom. I didn't know they changed it. I just assumed to say the same. All right. So the score is Derek with one, and Tikon and Andrew are tied at three. And we're going into question number five. Oh, shit. Oh, baby. What materia does Cloud start the game with? He starts the game with a single materia. What is it? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with Derek because he has no way of winning. Derek, what materia does Cloud start the game with? You are the closest to the start of the game. Uh, The fire <laughs> materia. Andrew? Yeah, you... I also said fire. T-Con? I said fire. It is the fire materia. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Point for that was the one I used the most for the Y. I actually just switched to ice. All right. So we have a tie at the top. Tikan and Andrew. Oh, God. I'm like sweating because I want to win. All right. So it's time for the tiebreaker. Tika or Derek, you don't get to answer because we actually need the tiebreaker this time. Um, He can answer last if if we get it wrong. Okay. He can come from the come from come from behind win. Um, (laughs) Five points. Get ready. What was the release date of the original Final Fantasy VII? Oh, shit. I know it. I need month, day, year. Andrew claims that he knows it. Uh-huh. All right, T-Con, you got to give me something. Closest wins. October 25th, 97. I don't know. Andrew? Uh, January 31st, 96. Or is it 97? I don't know. One of those. <laughs> Nin- we'll, go with, uh, we'll go with 97. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. He said 96 <laughs> first. He did say 96 first, but he I, he didn't lock in. He went with January 1st or it's January 31st, 97. Is that what you said? Yeah. That is exactly right. <laughs> Woo! If you had said 96, T-Con would have won. <laughs> I know. That's why I... Uh, you piece to, of shit. Hey, man. All mm-hmm. right. Andrew, pulling it out with the last second correction on himself. Bow, 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 bow. Gets it right. He's the winner of trivia. Congratulations, Andrew. Tikan, that was a very good effort for a first-timer. I'm very proud uh, of you. Thanks. Tikan, right. would you have gotten uh, more right on the Sonic one? Or no? No, he said he did really bad on the no, Sonic No, no, I definitely got more right on it. <laughs> Um, and I'm really mad I forgot about the Scorpion Sentinel because at first I was like, I need to remember what this is because I know this would be a question. And then I completely forgot. Uh, All right. Nice. That's going to wrap up this episode. If you guys want to get in touch with us, send us an email to GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. Weigh in on the Spider-Man versus Batman debate who would win in a fight. Uh, and then we'll talk about it next week uh, in depth. Uh, you can send us questions for trivia. You can send us just questions for topics for us to discuss. That'd be really fun. Uh, check out our Instagram. You can see the picture of the Batman Lego on Derek's finger. And we post a new picture every week to go along with each podcast episode. Uh, and then lastly, you can check out our website, thegamesharks.com. We just posted Der- uh, sorry, Adam's article about the new hero in Hearthstone. My article on... Uh, the one step from Eden is up, so feel free to check that out. I will probably write a review of Final Fantasy VII Remake when I finish it and feel very confident about uh, doing so. Um, so, yeah, that wraps this up. Thanks for listening, and 
Tigan, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we it was will, a pleasure. We'll see you again soon. Maybe as soon as next week. Who knows? Um, Possibly. Yeah, that's it. All right, we will see you next week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.